I'm James. And I'm Amy. And today we're going to talk about NaNoWriMo. Yeah. It's coming up in, what is it today? For us, it's the 29th of October when we're recording this, so it starts on the 1st of November. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month, so it's the month to write your book. Yeah, so basically it's uh, a kind of challenge format where you get challenged to write 50,000 words of your novel. But hopefully what we talk about in this episode can apply to anyone who's looking to get a kickstart on any project or looking to do some kind of sprint or... Yeah. Um, and we're also going to talk about whether that's something you should do or whether it's something that's good to do. Yeah, I think this is going to be very, very different from person to person. And I speak to a lot of people who really don't like this all in. Let's just fucking go fucking hard for one month and and really kickstart the project. It definitely doesn't work for everyone. In fact, I think it can really trigger people Mm. uh, and creatives into going almost the opposite way. Um, So this is going to be a nuanced conversation about doing like one month really hard of creative making. Yes, yes. And this is the first time I'm I'm going to do it. Um, I'll talk about some rules I'm setting for myself though, because I'm going to modify it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Amy, you've done it before, haven't you? Yeah, I've done it twice before. I've never personally hit the 50K. I uh, wrote about thirty to 40,000 words of my uh, one of my books uh, through it, which was really helpful. Um, and the thing I enjoyed about it the most is that when you sign up on the NaNoWriMo website, you get a little graph and the tracking of your progress i found quite fun that was probably the part that i liked most about it um and it also just kind of pushed me to just go that little bit harder than i would normally go and you know if i hadn't got my words in for the day i'd be in bed you know last minute really trying to catch up which is not you know a normal sustainable thing but it was just it was nice to have that little extra push and because i knew the direction of my book so clearly uh, it really helped me. It was very usable content that I made, and I think it was 2017 I did it. Yeah, I remember you doing it, and I remember it was the sort of thing where you kind of started out and it was manageable, but maybe by the end you were getting pretty tired of it. Yeah. So if you're going to do uh, National and Other Writing Month and you want to do the 50,000 words and you want to get it, it's around 1,600, like 1,600 words a day, a bit higher than that, I think. And I was hitting about a thousand a day, um, and that's sixteen hundred. I I got some days, um, and then you know you might miss a day, and then be like motherfucker, I've got two. What's that? What's it doubled? Sixteen to to do today, and when it gets to that, like it can get quite stressful. Which I think is why if you're gonna do big creative sprints, you need boundaries for yourself. You need self compassion. You need to have. Um, you need to be on your own side and it doesn't need to be uh, a disciplinarian exercise or a way to punish yourself. This isn't a way to make up for a non-creative 2020. This needs to be a way to serve you. Yeah, and I guess that's what Amy and I have talked about in the past a lot is, you know, the um, you've got to kind of build into these things sometimes. I mean, some personalities do, some personalities don't. But I think, you know, if you... Um, you can really burn yourself out doing something like this and you could really, you can really have a, a negative reaction to writing from something like this. Like I've seen it in people before. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's lots of, I want to talk about the perhaps why you shouldn't do it at first. And again, like I'm not, you know, you're going to know if this is for you or not, but I've seen people struggle with this because 
um, they're trying to make up for lost time. Uh, they're coming from it in a place of dislike or disappointment in their self. They've been constantly ghosting themselves. They're, you know, chronic procrastinators and they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to make it up with this giant goal of 50,000 words in a month. Or if it's not NaNoWriMo, you know, I'm going to make it up with that. You know, I'm going to do a huge amount of my creative project in a really short amount of time. And they don't have the muscle, uh, the habitual muscle to show up each day. So it's just an even greater disappointment for them uh, with extra pressure being put on them. Your graph looks like shit. You're in a community of people who are, you know, seem to be in inverted commas doing better than you and you're just falling behind more and more and your language and inner critic is getting really bad. Um, and so if you are someone who's never been able to follow through on those small promises, I think it can be unhealthy and not helpful. It's just not helpful for you and it's unfair on you because how can you be expected to go from, you know, no habits, not even showing up for small promises to all of a sudden doing all of this. It's just, it's not fair on you as a creator. That doesn't mean that you can't do it, but I think it's just like, you know, are you being cruel to yourself? Yeah, I think it's all about framing, right? It's like, are you framing this as a way of, well, maybe if I do this, I can stop berating myself. Or are you yeah. framing it as like a, wow, this is a really amazing opportunity for me to build a good relationship with myself and with my craft. Yeah, totally. And I think the other type of person uh, who it doesn't serve perhaps as much is the um, the idea hopper. So the person who never follows through on projects. I know so many authors who have a dozen NaNoWriMo projects and they have 50,000, even like some people write 100,000 words in the month of November. Like it's fucking insane. But they never finish their work and they have a dozen first drafts and an inability to push past November. And we procrastinate by by hopping projects because the new shiny project looks better than the one that you've been working on and that's just as much of a problem as never showing up at all yeah so i think something that would be important was would be that if you were to do NaNoWriMo um then you should commit to that project i agree you should 100 percent like you should be like no this isn't just november this is a project that i am going to finish i'm not going to let myself hop off this one at the end mm. even if it's not really 100 percent working out yeah, I mean, it won't be, right? Like, because no one's first draft works out. Yeah, I think that's what happens, you know. I mean, if you're going to be doing 1,600 words a day, um, that's a lot. And you're going to be pushing out a first draft very quickly. And it shouldn't be good. But I think a lot of people end their NaNoWriMo and be like, well, fuck, this was load shit. And then they just drop it, forgetting that and first draft, especially at that pace, should be really bad. You should yeah. be left with, you know, some gold at, you know, at most. Yeah. But most of it should be trash. Mm. Yeah, which is totally normal in the first draft. But yeah, that's the thing is don't look at this is never I would say it would be very it would be almost impossible for someone to write a great fifty thousand words in NaNoWriMo. So it's like just expect, just expect to read back over it and not like it. Yeah. That's okay. Like it's totally okay. I mean that's golden. Like you did what you intended to do. I think if you want to do NaNoWriMo, a really great way of looking at it would be let's create some bad art. It's like the, sh the month of shitty art, mm. and it should be like sanctified as that. You know, I'm gonna you know, create abundantly, commit to myself, not ghost myself, show up for myself, um, and it's gonna be shitty and like leaning into that because you know this is a lesson that we all have to learn as creatives who are taking our craft seriously that our art will often not be as we envisioned most of the time it won't be as we envisioned so november and nanowrimo if we're authors or writers in any way it can be a really good chance to acquaint ourselves with the process of making shit art and being okay with it yeah and if you've never had a daily writing goal before or you've never been able to hit a daily writing goal before then this is just such a good opportunity for you to do that like i 
think it is bullshit that you have to do 50,000 words. So um, for me personally, what I'm doing is I'm just going to double my daily goal. So my daily goal at the moment is 500. I'm doubling it to 1,000 for one month. That'll finish my that'll, that'll finish my novel then, mm. um, which will be good. But, you know, don't set this math. I, I just think it's so can be so harmful. If you're worried about this, if you've never had a daily writing goal, I just think it would be so harmful for you to go, I have to hit 1,600 words a day to be happy. Yeah. Like, just set a better goal. Like, set 500. Like, if you've never had a consistent 500-word practice, try Use this month to be like, I'm just going to do 500 words a day. Ignore the fucking graph. Yeah, I agree. I think this is where we've got to really, like, create creative autonomy. Mm. And I think, again, the reason why NaNoWriMo is so attractive is that it gives structure to a practice that normally we have no structure to because nobody's telling us what to do. And suddenly we have somewhat of an authority telling us what to do, and that can really sucker us in. But I think, you know, if we're going to be truly brave, courageous, and kind to ourselves, we have to remind ourselves that we are still the boss. Mm. We are still the owner of our art, and we have to stand, you know, and put boundaries up, even though we've got this, you know, NaNoWriMo is is meant to be 50,000 words is that actually going to serve you and do you have the bravery and the courage because I really think it's very courageous to be like no it's not I'm going to do 500 words a day I'm going to do a thousand words a day or I'm just going to edit each day you know it needs to work for you and you need to make sure that you are putting strong boundaries in place for yourself and even if you're like I will be happy if I hit 20,000 yeah and like, who fucking wouldn't be twenty thousand words it's in massive. a month? It's massive. It's a huge writing. That's a huge writing month. Yeah. If you wrote twenty thousand words a month, you'd finish a normal novel in four or five months. Yeah, which is a very is quick very, very novel. Quick. Very yeah. quick. Novel. Very quick. So that would be awesome. And imagine if you could set up that sustainable habit going forward. Now. Yeah, and that's another great point: is looking at NaNoWriMo as a way to start practicing habits and seeing what you could sustainably use for the whole entire of your year. Mm. Um, so if you're not someone who's got a habit, can we use NaNoWriMo to start creating habits? So looking at what time are you going to do your NaNoWriMo? Can you infuse that into your whole year, not just your November? And using it as a kick Kickstarter. And even like, I was just thinking... There's no reason to stop in November. If you want to set a really low goal of 500 words and go, I'm going to just do, I'm going to do this for two months. Mm. That, I mean, just because everyone else is stopping NaNoWriMo at the end of November doesn't mean you have to stop writing. Like you could then, that, I mean, after you, if you could do 500 words a day for two months and you could commit to that, you'd have a habit. Like that would be it. Yeah. Then you'd be, you'd just be the sort of person who writes 500 words a day after that. Like you could just tap into that. Mm, beautiful. That's 60 days. That's more than enough time to form a habit. 30 days is enough time to form a habit. Yeah. Yeah. And to convince yourself that you are the sort of person who writes consistently. Yeah. And I think this is where it can be such a useful cool, and cool um, initiative because hmm. it can be that habit, habit making month for you. But you're right, I just see, I see too many authors who've done nano and then didn't write the rest of the year, which is where it really becomes dangerous. It's like people wait for Nano. Yeah. And if that's you so far, that's totally fine. But it's just like, don't, this year, maybe instead of like waiting for Nano, use Nano as the launch, the launching point. I think this comes down to the fact that we are very rarely, um, when we're not published, when we don't have any external validation for our creating, we don't have support systems, we don't have anybody really on board with us, we don't have anybody telling us what to do. But we have this one relatively well-known month where we have structures and community and people telling us what to do. And I think that makes us conform 
and we want to really fit in and we really want to follow the rules because we've never had the you know the, the safety of rules before we've never had the safety of community before so people get very compliant way too compliant and we need a little bit of rebellion in national novel writing month we but need to, to to stay true to what we need if you because if you really want a consistent creative practice then you you can't rely on external pressure yes it has to be from so within you can't rely on nano like you have to nano has to be a tool to create autonomy for you and you have to approach it and you have to think what can i get out of this to create autonomy for myself beautiful i really love that you've said that you're right you cannot create consistently and abundantly and successfully with an external source pushing you it has to come from within so if you're relying on the the fun and i mean it's, it's amazing like you know it's a really cool month and it's a really cool community but if you're relying on that external stuff to get this book done then your book is going to go by the wayside your screenplay is going to go by the wayside and you're not going to have that autonomy once everything dies down you're not going to have that buzz so exactly as you said how can this month help fuel your autonomy and your creativity how can this month fuel what you want and you know what you need and help you understand what your vision is for yourself yeah um i think it'd be useful to maybe now that we've sort of talked about the dangers of nano, maybe talk about strategies that people could use yeah. to get through if they wanted to have these big goals or even if they wanted to just get through 500 words of yeah. crappy art. Like what do you use when you have a writing goal to make sure you hit your writing goal? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a great question. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've done in the past. I mean, I think splitting up your writing sessions is handy to making them small and achievable. So maybe 500 words in the morning, 500 words in the evening, or seven and, you know, eight for me helps because, you know, that could be 30 minutes and 30 minutes. I think, that, yeah, especially also choosing the same time. So if you, for example, if you don't have children and you, you know you have to be at work by nine o'clock, then go somewhere just for this month, treat yourself to going somewhere else at 7.30 mm. to 8.30. Mm. Or whether that's, you know, I, I mean, I know not many of us are commuting to work at the moment, but if you were, you know, going half an hour early, finding a cafe near your work, sitting down and making sure that you yep. sit down for half an hour in that block and just making that sacred time to write somewhere that it's going to be really hard for it to be disrupted. Like I often find it's really hard for my my mornings to be disrupted, but I find my evenings, and this might be different to you, but people always people want a piece of you in the me in the evening sometimes. Mm. Like, like, do you want to go do this? Do you want to try this? Like, like that's really hard to create a consistent amount of space in the evening because mm. I have events on. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the middle of the day has the same problem for me. The morning is, and I'm not saying get up at five a.m., but I'm saying like just get up a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, and that's when we, we always write in the morning uh, yeah. as early as possible in the morning um, because no one wants a piece of you. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that the idea of this month being a ritual making month and and being in service to your artist is a cool way to approach it. Like you're making rituals for your inner artist, your, mm. your in devotion to your artist or your in devotion to you as your artist. So I like what you said about, can you add some treats into this? Can you go buy your favorite cup of like, you know, favorite flavor of tea or go, you know, get some treats for you whenever you're going to write and just like kind of ordain it with like some, some little miracles. Like if you feel, say, I mean, if you feel guilty about going out for coffee every day, normally, well, this month, just be like, no, this is this is my tool for getting through Nano. Mm. You know, I go and I get my coffee and I sit down. It, the, the coffee is the writing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just paying a little bit of money to basically to write. Yeah. And I think this could be looked at again in any creative endeavor if you're not a writer, but you are um, a photographer or a visual artist or whatever it is that you are. Like if you want to have a big blitz of creativity, it's still everything applies here, I think. Yeah, for sure. And I think... 
as a writer, what I find when I'm stuck on a scene, I just have to keep reminding myself, don't worry about it being good. And it has to be your mantra. It has to be your mantra in every scene. It's like, don't worry about that sentence you just wrote, which just sounds like a two-year-old wrote it. Don't worry about that. Like, you can fix that later. Yeah. And you're going to, when you come back fresh in your second draft, you're going to have a better opportunity to fix it as well. Oh my God. Because you'll know the arc of your story and you'll know where your characters need to go and you'll know what everyone needs to do. And you'll know who your characters are more. Yeah. So just don't worry about the shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just make your fingers type anything. Yeah. Even if it doesn't, even if it types, if it like, you know, pushes your character into a corner. Yeah. This, I mean, I think I say it all the time. So I've, I've kind of pushed, pulled back from saying this, but um, I, so we need to make let our art be shit here. We need to not go back and look at our work that we've done before. So this is like no rewriting. Like do not fucking think Anoriyami is an excuse to go rewrite unless you're choosing to do an edit. You should be forward constantly. Do not never go back in this month. <laughs> it's my one, the biggest rule I have with any um, writing, whatever writing they're doing. Do not look back. Do not look back. Even ever. if you have to think, you're, oh, I'm just checking that that character name is correct. Like, just keep going with the wrong character name. Like, honestly, honestly. And, just, and you, you can make a little note to yourself, like double check this name. Yeah, I completely agree. Going back in a manuscript during first draft, even during second draft, like, is the most detrimental thing you can do, unless you're really, really experienced and very different to the regular artist. Actually, no, just fuck it. No, never go back. Never go back. Yeah. And Nanarimo is is definitely like, do not go back. Yeah, like I caught myself this morning being like, oh, does this character know this thing? And I'm like, fuck it. Just assume they do. Yeah. Assume they do and you can just write it, fix it later. Yeah. Fix it. You can fix it later. You can fix it later. You can fix it later. I think we have issues trusting our future selves. We don't believe that we're going to come back and catch the same things that you you caught right now but mm. that's just it, you ha- you will catch it just mm. put that faith in your future self they are you but just more advanced the amount of times I've gone back and I've ri- written a note because the way my Scrivener's you know, the way Scrivener's set up you've got a little notes column in the top right and often I leave myself little notes there for my second draft yeah and the amount of times I won't check the notes of the chapter till the end of the chapter and I've gone through and I've just done everything that my notes had said had reminded me to do just naturally without even thinking like mm. and I'm like wow I, that literally my brain was in exactly the same place like do you remember that time when i rewrote a section that i thought i'd lost and then i found it again and yeah. it was like word for word I, I was like ah oh. it was yeah. fucking terrifying yeah. i'd rewritten the same thing essentially nearly word for word yeah we just so, got to trust our future yeah. selves don't be worried your future self is only going to be smarter exactly only a more advanced better version of you than you are now so just trust that future self and keep pushing on yeah 100 percent and I'm trying to think of some, uh, what else do we do? Well, what are your boundaries going to be this year, James? Okay, so I'm not shooting for 50,000. It's ridiculous. 50,000 mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I think it would be trash. I think it would make me exhausted. Um, for example, you know, I think I've talked about this before. Whenever I've upped my goal beyond a thousand words, I've ended up just burning out and not writing for five days straight. Mm. And then writing fewer words. Yeah. Like, I think. I mean, knowing I have an end goal means maybe I feel like if I can commit to 30 days at a thousand, that'll be okay. Yeah. But I'm definitely, I'm not going to go 1600 a day. No. It's crazy. It's higher than that. It's I mean, like if you want to do it, all power to you, but my personal opinion is it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up for you. Yeah. And you're not going to build a system. I'm not going to help my practice. Yeah. 
And then I think a good thing to talk about, or I'll talk about what I'm going to do because I, I'm going to do it as well. I don't think I'm going to do, I'm not going to do 50,000 words. I don't need to write 50,000 words. I'm going to be writing my next book in the We Need Your Art series. So um, I think I'll be looking at around a thousand as well. Hmm. Um, but I think a good thing to talk about is what is your game plan once you've done because if you're brave enough and courageous enough to have spent a month making shitty art you haven't looked back you've shown up for yourself you had a boundary for yourself and you you followed through on the promise that you you kept i think we get to december i think it's badly placed timing in the year as I well i totally agree like you get to december, december it's christmas January, time the yeah worst months to try and watch and right. like then you've kind of let the book go the draft mm. just kind of sits there and it's like wow that's a big pile of shit and it was intentionally a pile of shit and we're really proud of this pile of shit but it's still a pile of shit and the energy required to go back and start the drafting process or finish off the draft is really big so i think having a plan for december straight up like straight up having a plan for december um i don't even know if i'd recommend having a break well well that's why i am doing nano so that i can finish my first draft by december great and then i like to have a little break before my second draft so that i'll start yeah. my second draft in the new year but yeah. if you weren't fin- if you haven't finished by the end 100 i would say make a plan to kick on i think here's another really risky thing with with doing these big projects is like so you've done the fifty thousand words you're probably fucking exhausted but you've just made all these great habits and then you're like well i just need a break and then the break turns into a whole month because it's fucking december then it's like oh the beginning of the year is a bit funny too so it's like five six weeks and then like that habit that you made with the 30 days is gone with the six weeks i mean i think what i often end up doing in those breaks is i make i write short stories mm-hmm so keeping them the practice so, and they're usually the little ideas that i've had because i don't i agree, i don't think you should jump between stories so i write down my little ideas in evernote and often those short stories i pick a few couple of the novel ideas that i've had that i really like and mm-hmm. i make them into a short story this is what my current novel comes from it comes from a short story i wrote between my first oh between my second and third draft i think of my first novel mm. and i liked it and i was like i'll go back and write that as a novel yeah so that short story became the first chapter, basically. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that's an interesting chapter. You know, if you've been bursting with these ideas and you, you want a little bit of a break from your novel, if you've finished, mm. I'm saying if you've finished your novel by the end of mm. Rimo, if you haven't finished, keep going. Yeah, I agree. Novel. Just keep the practice you've made. But if you happen to finish at the end of NaNoWriMo, then I would say, and you want to take a break, don't stop writing fully. Yeah. Maybe take your time keep, to... Keep those habits. To keep very small, achievable habits. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, I want to remind us that this is, you know, this is our, this is our um, perspective. This is what we, this is how we function. And it might be different to you and you have to trust and have the audacity to disagree with us and the, and the courage to do what you know is right for you. Um, but this is definitely what we've experienced in NaNoWriMo and also what I've, I've seen other creatives deal with it as well. Yeah. I think anything else? No. Just to be kind to yourself, like. Yeah, kindness is and, and if self-compassion. If this, if you're trying for sixteen hundred words a day and it is exhausting you, you're snapping at people. You know you can't get you don't have the energy to do anything else. Like, just can you you don't have to keep doing sixteen hundred. Don't quit. Mm. But you don't have you can do a thousand and you can do a thousand. Yeah, I like, think again that's a, such an important thing to leave this on. You know, if you're just falling further and further behind, just pull down the word limits. It's so it can be feel so overwhelming and disappointing when you're not hitting those word limits. But don't don't despair. Like just yeah. pull it down a little bit. The worst thing you can that's do is so brave. You go, I'm not doing sixteen hundred, so I'm going to quit. Yeah. Do I'm not doing sixteen hundred? I'll try twelve. 
I mean, that's just incredible. Like, I'm so in awe of you if you've got the bravery and the audacity to make that decision because mm. it is a true combating of your ego. It's humble, but it's also a proof of your commitment to your creativity. And I'm just, I'm so in awe of you and for those of you who choose to do that decision. Let's stop using the phrase, I won nano. Because that's what they oh try and get God. you to do. Like, I won nano, meaning I hit 50,000. That's freaking bullshit. Like, who cares if you've hit your 50,000 in nano if you never finish the book? So dumb. Or, like, who cares if you hit 50,000 nano? You can't build a sustainable practice or if you aren't if you're so exhausted by the end of it you're that you're not proud of yourself or yeah. you're not able to enjoy the process yeah yep 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 so we'll be doing nano throughout the month of november we'll give you little updates maybe james will get back on instagram maybe mm. <laughs> um we'll give, be giving you updates if, you, if you're choosing to be a part of it or if you're choosing to really go for a big abundant creative month whatever artistry it is that you do we'd love to hear from you um, yeah, exciting. Yeah, let us know how you go. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. See you guys.